let's talk about sounds and music, especially. We live our lives with a little bit of a life soundtrack. If you had any soundtrack that was your soundtrack for like how you spend your day, what you do at what time, a specific song would play. Have you ever thought about like what, you know, sound it would be? Like I'm constantly thinking about this. I think that's what's in my brain today. The other day I was with my friend Elodie and I was telling her like I have no thoughts in my brain. I don't know what to reflect on this week. I have no idea. I can't reshuffle my thoughts. They're just disorganized. And she was like just talk about what's whatever is in your brain. Just like detangle it. Use it as an opportunity just to like see what's there. And I think what's in my brain right now is music. Um, but for a really silly reason it's because I can't find... <laughs> I can't find my left AirPod. I can find my right AirPod. It's right here. But I've been listening on my right AirPod for a couple of days now. Um, I literally cannot find my left one. I don't know where it went. It's probably in a bag somewhere or a pocket but I genuinely don't know where she is. So that's why I'm thinking about music lately. I'm just staring at them right now like, hmm. <laughs> I think a couple of years ago, I watched a documentary in the cinema, so it was really immersive. And I watched a documentary for Ryuchi Sakamoto, I think. He had a documentary and it was showing the cinemas. And I remember watching it twice. And it starts with him playing on, I think, a piano that was definitely out of tune, um, but it was also a piano that went through a lot because it's been through a tsunami. It sounds alive, like that's the best way I could go about it. It was just a very impactful documentary. I'm still remembering it now, but I've kind of lost fragments of it. Anyway, it's called Coda. It's a really good documentary. Um, I think at some point he also stands in the rain under a bucket just to hear the raindrops. <laughs> it was really funny. And yeah, it was really nice as well because you could hear it in the movie theater. It starts with him just showing his connection with meaning and sound and how those two blend together for him as a composer but also just as a human being i mean if you listen to music and you're really into just foley it's a really nice documentary to watch because you get to kind of see how our relationship with sound and music mold according to our emotions and feelings and circumstances there was i think a portion of it where he says that when something really traumatizing and heartbreaking happens to him and almost just like out of shock, he didn't realize that he hadn't listened to music in like weeks. And that's always kind of stuck with me because I always think about how whenever I'm kind of panicking about something or let's say like even just a simple thing, like if I'm about to go out the door and I can't find an item or an object and I start kind of panicking because maybe it's my keys or my wallet or my phone. I stop my music if I'm listening to any and I, I can't play music. I have to like hyper focus. It's kind of like me saying like stop the music. I cannot see like hoping that silence will help me see better. Yeah I think at the time when I was watching I didn't realize that I also did that. 
looking back now like there are a lot of instances where i just don't play any music if my brain is just really fogged up or i'm really thinking about something really going through the motions i don't know i just don't listen to any music because i kind of connect a scene or a feeling or a memory with music a lot and so if i listen to a song when i'm going through a specific thing i start to make connections between the song and that maybe uncomfortable negative memory that i'm forming in my brain my worst time ever was like in like a waiting room before like a checkup and they're just playing a bunch of pop songs and i'm nervous out of my mind and i just i don't want to hear these songs but now i can't listen to like both sides now which is like a classic song um i can't listen to that song anymore without thinking about that moment in time i feel like i said this before in a previous episode but um one of my friends may she's a composer a musician you go may she once told me music tints the room and i've kind of always thought about it like that as well i think you know you kind of create the atmosphere you want with a sound or with a playlist concept playlists are a thing i have some on my spotify but i haven't really updated any of those really and i haven't made any new ones i listen to the same songs so i don't think i can replicate like or duplicate those songs into a different playlist as well because then I'm, I'm mixing the environments and I don't know if I'm allowed to do that. I'm sure it's fine, but I have silly rules in my head about it. Yeah, like we tend to kind of focus on how we can tint the atmosphere with what we're listening to. Like for example, I think the other day I was walking in the rain and oh my gosh, it's been raining so much this week and going anywhere just feels like a, the biggest chore but i was walking through the rain because i was running an errand it was raining really heavily i decided in that moment like i cannot be listening to slow songs i need to listen to something fast and upbeat so i feel more energized to walk through the rain because otherwise it'll just feel a little bit too solemn for my liking i think i would have liked that but on that day specifically i needed to be energized so i just kind of put on a really upbeat song um the only problem with this is that i walked to the tempo of a song so this song is really fast but obviously in the rain everything's more clunky right including crowds and people because we're all trying to avoid puddles we're trying to figure out the best walking route without bumping into other umbrellas all of that and so me walking really fast was really frustrating but because the song was also energetic anyways i felt like okay this is fine because it, well i guess it's like matching the mood of the day i definitely walk to the tempo of a song um if i'm on a bus ride i like to just listen to um a mix of songs it can go from like extremely emotional to just fun to like upbeat to ballads anything and i think afterwards it's just like yeah that's cool um something also really good about music is that you can use it as a timer when the 10 minute version of all too well by taylor swift came out i would constantly use it as like a timer like a really short timer for me to complete a task whether that was just washing my hair or um trying to figure out like washing dishes when this song ends i know that i would have had all my dishes washed and it was really effective because i knew the time frame and also it would help me get things done like i had a little bit of a deadline um and i was still stimulated throughout me doing that chore so that was a really effective way to be productive i think i haven't done that recently but i feel like with any playlist like for example if you are let's say you're commuting to your workplace and you're on the train and you know that 
it takes six songs on average to get to your destination. I think by like fourth or fifth song, you're probably like, wow, I've listened to a lot of music. Maybe my stop is coming. Um, That's happened to me before. Additionally, I think listening to music whilst you read is also a really effective way to try and get immersed into the world. I haven't really been listening to any playlists in particular when I'm reading um, the books that I've been reading. I think what has been kind of helpful for me is listening to to like white noise or brown noise just to kind of block out any secondary thoughts in my brain that would maybe intrude on me processing me reading a book. I've been reading a sci-fi book lately and it's by Becky Chambers and I really enjoy it but I was trying to read at a I think at a cafe and I didn't bring my earphones because I was disheartened by the fact that I couldn't find my left AirPod. So I just kind of sat there and just tried to be focused on my book, but I couldn't help but kind of drift off when I could hear customers, you know, order or just like the workers talking to each other and I would have to like kind of rewire myself and focus. If anything, I think that was like a task, like a patience test for myself. I've been really into trying to figure out how I can, like I think music can be so productive and it can help us in so many ways so that we don't kind of curl inward, um, which during the summer I'm dangerously good at spiraling inwards and isolating and forgetting that I don't have to feel like this. So how do we find good music? I genuinely don't discover new music. Every now and then I will check out like the release radar playlist on Spotify. I'm scrolling on like a feed somewhere and there's like a post that says like, hey, like this artist just recently released this music. Um, then I'll like click on it. I don't actively seek out new music. Um, I feel like I should, but part of me is like, it's like meeting new people for the first time for some reason. Like I find it like the equivalent of that. You're just kind of like, I don't know the melody yet. And as you listen to the song and as you're listening, you're like, ah, I don't know what's going to happen. I can't predict the sound. I can't predict the melody. What if it's a waste of time? But there have been a couple times where I just put on any kind of public playlist that I find. And I tell myself, like, I'm not allowed to skip anything. I have to listen to the whole thing just in the background. And whilst I'm doing something, I hear, like, part of a song that I really like. And so I end up just checking to see what song it is and liking it so that it's saved. And then later on, I can come back to it. I think my first ever CD was like a CD album that I got was Hayley Westenra's Pure album. I don't listen to her now, but if you search her up and you search up her music, you'd be surprised. Like I was, I think I was probably, I want to say I was 11 <laughs> um, or 10. I don't remember. I remember my dad coming home and remembering that me and my friend Heidi used to like listen to Hayley Westenra all the time and he gave me the CD and the thing with CDs is that like you have to listen to all the content in the CD and so we would put it in the computer and then it would link up with my iPod Nano or whatever it was that I listened to it on then later like, I collected more CDs. The fun thing about CDs though is not necessarily maybe the music itself, but the little album booklet that it comes with. <laughs> um, I, it blew my mind when I slid out the album booklet and it had pages of stuff. Like one of the really awesome things about Taylor Swift's albums was that there was always like a puzzle to find, like the meanings 
if you collected all the capital letters or something. Um, and I thought that was really, really clever, but also it kept me really entertained because did I ever collect every letter? No. So like, did I ever make a coherent sentence? <laughs> no, but you could always look up and find what the answers were elsewhere. Booklets are so fun because they're like specifically designed a certain way. Also, I really like how there were just the lyrics in the album booklet and you could like listen to lyrics and read the lyrics at the same time. I think it was only in like upper high school when like Spotify started becoming a thing and I realized, whoa, you could listen to all these songs just with a few ads, but you could listen to all these songs. And when I first used Spotify, it was because they had playlists like a morning commute playlist or an evening commute playlist or anything like a productive playlist. Whereas like with Apple Music, you have to like import your own music and then kind of sort it out um or you could buy it but i was a high school student or a middle school student i couldn't necessarily purchase things i didn't have like a card or anything for that and i didn't want to ask for money to purchase like a song i was weird about it but yeah like there was that time i actually miss having like a device where the only purpose is to listen to music on it and I don't know why I miss that because it's not like my phone can't do the same thing. I just have to lock it for a couple hours um, and just use it to listen to music. But there's something about like a small device that you can have where all you have to do is press a button and then press the button again if you don't want to listen to any more songs. Yeah, that was like a moment in time for me. And I feel like now we have so much music that's accessible to us. And sometimes there's so much that I'm more comfortable with what I know like the songs that I've already listened to. <laughs> also, I genuinely feel like there is a difference between listening to a song in your own personal time on your own, like in your own personal space maybe, versus listening to it in a public space or not listening to it, but hearing it play in a public space. There is a unmeasurable joy that comes with sitting in, let's say, a cafe or a restaurant and they suddenly play a song that you've been jamming to for the past couple weeks. Like there's a spark of joy that that comes with it. The amount of times where I might be talking to someone and then mid-conversation a song will play that I'm really into at the moment um, and I get surprised and instead of continuing my conversation I start just mouthing the words to the song. I know I'm not alone in this. Lip syncers out there, you know what I'm talking about. But yeah, it's almost like wow they've chosen this song specifically to play. It's like they knew I was here. They didn't but it feels like that. So that's about music some people will tend to listen to soundscapes instead of music that has lyrics. Those are also really nice. I like commuting to them sometimes and also like reading with them in the background. I've always been really interested in sound design and just like if there's nice crisp sounds in a movie or a film or a tv show especially in a movie theater i tend to get really excited i mean i don't know anything about how foley is done but i do know that you can tell apart like good foley with not so great foley if that makes sense it just it sounds so pretentious but like sometimes i walk out of a theater and i think like wow the sound design was so good where some people are like did you not see the movie like the plot though the characters though and i'm like but the sound and the way it was constructed yeah those are like the things and there's also like if you listen to a song with let's say really good headphones you can kind of point out the bass and like the undertones of it and i get really excited when i can point those out because it's like there's something new hidden like in between the lines it's almost like reading in between the lines but with music um i love listening to the layers of it it's 
really cool. Could I be a composer? Probably not. But um, these are the things that excite me with music. And I think when we listen to a song over and over and over, if it's a song that you're really familiar with, there comes a time where you're like, I want to point out something different about the song, whether it's like, oh, I never realized that there was like a harmony here or like oh i never realized that there was like a lot of instrumentals behind this sound or this voice those are like moments where i'm like yeah like this is so cool and i think now a days there are a lot of reaction videos right for people listening to albums for the first time or music videos for the first time and i guess what attracts me to some of those videos sometimes is just seeing people's first reactions to something and if it aligns with like my first reactions that's pretty cool but also if they point out something different that's also pretty cool of course i do think though there is like a hit or miss with reaction videos like my my tiniest pet peeve which i know shouldn't be a pet peeve really because it's like more to do with preference is when there's like a music video if there's a reaction to like a song release um and the person kind of reacts to like a music video of it rather than commenting on the song or like what it sounds like they focus more on like what's in the music video i feel hurt for the song that just feels a little bit dismissed for the visuals of the video that's like a tiny pet peeve like super tiny Ooh, I used to listen to a lot of cinematic soundtracks um, and instrumentals, like Epic Instrumentals was a playlist name that I made once, and it just had a compilation of really fantasy, medieval music, which sounds really cool. I think I also used them to edit hand videos for like this one TV show. We're not going to talk about it. Yeah, it's like the way that you can mold scenes and sound together so that they connect with each other and work together to form something. Okay, let me talk about my least favorite sounds. I feel like we all have sounds that we like. Um, so this is less about music now and it's just more about... I noticed this a few days ago when I was at a cafe with my friend Beverly and we were talking and having a conversation, but we were sat really close to, I think, the, the dishwashing station. So every now and then, and I didn't realize this until I think we were really deep into this conversation, but every now and then there would be like a clang of dishes that would just like, or mugs, just, you know, when ceramic clangs together and it just creates this really sharp sound that almost rings in your ears that's kind of what it sounds like to me anyways yeah that happened over and over and it startled me every single time but i was trying to keep my cool and i was trying to keep talking i couldn't help but recognize that this was a very loud sound that just kept cutting through and slicing through my eardrums hearing dishes clang together has always been um, one of those sounds that just makes me startled and jump a little bit and i think it comes from the fact that when i was growing up the way that my dad would express his anger is through actions right like so instead of saying like i'm angry i'm upset about something he would like slam a door or like wash the dishes extra rough and that would happen and so i guess my brain kind of connects it with that sometimes so that's like one of my least favorite sounds but i think at the same time one of my favorite sounds in the world is like rain sounds um which yesterday was quite nice because i went somewhere and i was just kind of listening to the rain when i left this cafe it was like really soft and just drizzling and there was also like water nearby so i was just kind of like oh we are in the water element but yeah that's i think my least favorite sound is probably dishes clanging together or this sound this sound annoys me the most it is the sound of tables or chairs or furniture just dragging across the floor not like swiping the floor but dragging like you can hear like you can hear how gravity is like tugging on it 
what's the word you know what i just realized there's so many words that can be used to describe sounds and i know like two percent of them i really don't like the sound of that and i'm sure i'm not the only one i hear it very often so i just kind of get used to it um but it still is an uncomfortable sound at the same time but yeah this is what's been in my brain today it's a really dreary rainy afternoon so i'm feeling very slow and syrupy i feel like rainy days are probably the best days to listen to music really or just be more attentive to like sounds and the way things sound um heavy rain is terrible it's disgusting but sounds really lovely but i think i'm gonna leave this here thank you so much for listening to this pod and i will talk soon wholeheartedly clara